Welcome to Education Lanes. Education, education. Welcome to Education Lanes, the podcast that helps you break this education thing on down. I'm your host, Targan Way Jones, and I'm so happy to be here with you. Last time we spoke about charter schools. This week, we are going to be talking about some magnet schools. And I'm excited. You know why? Because my daughter actually just got accepted into a magnet school. So I'll have more information going forward with how this whole magnet school thing works. That's one of the parents that I have not been. Remember, I said I've done the public, done charter. I've done... um. I can't even think of other stuff, but it's been a whole bunch, a whole bunch of hats. So now we're going to be a magnet hat to wear. So that's going to be exciting. But let's talk about what a magnet school is. A magnet school is the single largest form of public school choice. Magnet schools are visionary, innovative, and open to all students, regardless of zip code. With four thousand three hundred and forty schools educating three hundred, or I'm sorry, three point five million plus students nationwide. They typically focus on individually themed curriculum. So this information is coming to you from magnet.edu. Again, that's magnet.edu. And this site talks about all things magnet. Do you have that option in your city or your town? More than likely, you absolutely do. Now, magnet schools are really set to attract um, kids who are looking for specialties, parents who are looking to put their children into specialty programs. What do I mean when I say specialty? Let's say you have a child that's really into science. They just love creating things, kind of exploring, kind of figuring out things work, stuff like that. You know, they're just really curious and you, you can just see that in them. And you say, you know what? I want to kind of hone this skill that I see in you that you like, that you love, and kind of help you get going that direction sooner than later, I'll put it. So by finding a magnet school that specializes in science, you now give your child an opportunity to focus on that from elementary up. Not to say just waiting to get into high school or waiting for them to go off to college and kind of veer and figure out. No, they can start right from elementary school in a magnet school, which is going to focus on that specialty. And they have magnets in all different areas. I mean, you have magnets that are in the fine arts, performing arts, you have a uh, world language. I mean, how cool is it to immerse your child um, with full immersion programs where they teach the classes half in one English and half in another? Um, that's very, very common, uh, magnet school. Also just the STEM technology. So, you know, STEM is really big right now. So science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So your child would actually get to focus in those areas within the school. Uh, and remember I told you before that my daughter actually just got accepted into, uh, magnet school. Um, that's be, she's actually going to be focusing on the arts. Uh, she's a drawer, so she loves to do visual arts. So she's going to be going to a performing arts, visual arts school, middle school. So that's going to be pretty cool. International studies is another one that they do have magnet programs on in as well. International baccalaureate. So, I mean, there's all different schools. Now, keep in mind when you have a magnet school, there's not going to be tons of them like you would have a public school. So, of course, in every neighborhood, for the most part, there's a public school that uh, children within that area, that zip code, that um, school zone are able to go to. There's no restriction. But for a magnet school, 
it's a lottery system to get into that school. Now, it's not saying that if you don't have a drawing background, you can't get into that school. No, not at all. You're able to get into these magnet schools if you have a want and a desire. That's all it requires. If you get accepted, awesome, you're in. That's really all it takes is applying to see if you get in. So some things you have to keep in mind as far as requirements for a magnet school is transportation. Depending on the city, the state that you live in, the county, I'll say, because the schools are mainly ran by our counties, right? Uh, you may have some that will pick children up and some that you have to provide your own transportation to get the children to and from school. Now with magnet schools, because of course there's so many different specialties or a key few that a area will focus on, those magnet schools can be located anywhere around town. So you may have that medical magnet school that's located on the east side of town. And you may live all the way on the west side of town. If you have to get your child to that school each day, that's something you have to keep in mind if transportation is not provided. Now, let's say it's a, sp a district that allows for public transportation. Now, of course, the children are not going to be picked up near your home, but there will be a designated area that children will be uh, assigned to to be picked up. So to give an example, let's say there's a neighborhood Target, because I love Target. Let's say there's a neighborhood Target in your area. So in the parking lot, that might that Target might service the four communities, four areas within the county that are near to that Target. So that might be a pickup area for the magnet school. So everybody who goes to this magnet school that's all the way over on the east side of town or the west side of town, you will be picked up at the Target parking lot. That way, then you'll just be responsible for taking your child to the target in the morning and picking them up from the target in the afternoon. That's how a central location bus stop would work. Another option is also the actual schools, neighborhood schools. And this is actually quite common when children will ride the bus to an elementary school or a middle school, elementary up as those who are um, accepted into the magnet school, but they would ride the school bus to that neighborhood school. And from the neighborhood school, they would actually pick the children up, have a designated bus that then takes them to the local magnet school. So sometimes this can be kind of a scary situation for some parents, because imagine if you have a second grader who's going to a magnet school and they have to go to the local middle school to be dropped off and then get on the designated bus to then go across town to that magnet school that they were um, attend that they're attending. So you could have a difference of two hours before school starting. You could have a difference of an hour. I've known instances where some have said that they their kids were picked up uh, three hours before school started because those buses have to go to multiple areas, locations to pick children up who are all going to these different magnet schools. So that's something else to keep in mind. And within your research as parents, because again, we are proactive, check into things like this because those can be deal breakers for some, but don't let it be when you have more information, you know the ins and outs and what other possibilities are out there. I mean, there's even private transportation maybe you could have that takes your kids to school. So just think kind of in a large uh, 
large box, let's say, a large box, a rectangle. We're not in a box. We're in a rectangle. We're going to explore some long lines and angles in order to find out what's the best option for, for our children. But again, if the district or the schools do not offer that as an option for you going to the magnet school, yes, you would be required to take your child to and from school if you wanted them to go to that magnet. Now, again, it would be on a lottery system. If your child got accepted in, hooray, they get to go to that school. Let the journey begin. See what possibilities are for them. Maybe new interests and new things they've never discovered or thought about. Maybe something that piques their interest now going to the school. So that's the great thing. Now, when I went, I will tell you, here's a tidbit, tidbit, here's a tip, 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 ching, ching, tip, tip, listen close, tip, tip. <laughs> when I went and toured the magnet school that my daughter was interested in going to, um, the principal took us around. And of course, I asked a million and one questions because I love to know all these answers and to share them with the people who are looking for these answers. So I asked the principal, I said, excuse me, um, how does it work if she doesn't get in here for sixth grade? How is it going to work for, um, you know, like seventh grade, eighth grade? Can she apply then? And he said, yes, she can apply. You know, it's kind of a roll in. If they get in in sixth grade, they usually they're going to be allowed to go there for sixth or seventh grade and eighth grade. So it's a, a junior high school, middle school. So that's how it kind of flows. So, of course, the first thing to mind would be, well, if they all get accepted and get to go into seventh grade from sixth grade, is there going to be any space for seventh graders who may want to come in? And he said, surprisingly, actually, yes. And another little trick, if your child does not get in, if your child does not get in in sixth grade, do not hesitate to apply for seventh grade or try mid year because some kids will go to the school and as I mentioned before parents will not want to drive their kids all across town or they find it's a little too more difficult than anticipated or the children just don't like the school they it's not what they expected it's not what they signed up for the interest is not there whatever the case so there's openings that come available and many people don't think about oh I'm going to apply why because oh well my kids in the neighborhood school so I'm just gonna have them stay here or oh you know I'm just gonna have them continue on and not worry about it we'll try again another time or we'll do something else. Well, if you know this is something that your child really wants to do and they not did not get in initially, don't be disappointed. Just continue to try mid-year or the next year because spots come open because children are leaving all the time. I didn't think about that, but I want to share that with you because that's actually pretty smart so your child can still get in there, okay? So with magnet school, something else I want to share with you, um, the difference between a magnet school and a charter school uh, versus, let's say, like a public school. OK, because I think sometimes this kind of confuses people and it's important so that you get this understanding to know the difference. So a magnet school is still part of the public school system. OK, I say again, it's still a public school. It's just think of it as a specialized public school in a particular skill, trade, etc. All right. Field, etc. All right. Who operates them? 
Again, because it's a public school, the district is going to operate it. So when you hear all this taking money from public schools, we think everybody should have access to the, the that's fine. But remember, these magnet schools that are specialty schools, these they're accredited and they're certified. So they're taking away also from these programs that are able to give kids who have really um, laser focuses and things or even not to be exposed to, to these different opportunities. Um, as far as the oversight, now we go into like testing. Do they have to do, you know, things that the public schools do? They have the same uh, district administration and um, uh, as far as the school boards and all that are still over them to make sure that they're operating in the proper uh, jurisdiction. So that's important to make sure. Regulations by state, they still have to adhere to them. They still have to follow those. But here's a kicker. They are not for profit. So if your child, again, is in a specialty, let's say an engineering school um, that focuses on engineering and robotics types programs, uh, it's not for profit to say that they're making money off of the children who are in these these programs or coming to these schools. It is public. So that is not the case. And of course, these magnet schools are free. They're not like a private school where you'd have to pay for them to come. So that's good. Ding, ding. That's great. That's great. Now, like a charter school, um, the big difference is charter schools, as far as their oversight, um, it varies. Um, and it's different also from state to state on local levels. Uh, and that's kind of like, you know, wishy-washy. So you want to make sure if you're putting them in a charter school, I'm not speaking bad on a charter school, but if you're putting them in a charter school, make sure you kind of do your homework to see Who's over them to know if they're actually getting a good education? Um, if this school, when the charter schools come in and they're trying to save the day and, you know, because the public school in the area may be, oh, so terrible or whatever the case, who's actually making sure that they're going to be good? Or what's the standard that they're following um, to make sure that your kids are getting good information or good uh, education? So check into that as well. And then um, with the charter schools, they have laws that exempt them. They exempt them as to what the state has to adhere to. The charter schools don't necessarily have to adhere to that. And they can be for profit. And I'm going to talk about that in uh, my next podcast when we talk about charter schools. Um, or I talk a little bit more on charter schools, I'll say. But they can be for profit. And um, that's very interesting when we get into that topic. But of course, charter schools are free to attend as well. They are not tuition. Now, again, like a private school where you would have to pay. So just keep those things in mind. But with the magnet schools, because that's our focus for today. I want you to know kind of the difference between that. So if you're looking at magnet schools, definitely, definitely talk with your children, talk with your kids, see what is it that they gravitate towards? What do they like doing? What do they have an interest in? And see, again, as a family discussing, if it would work for you or if you have those drop zones where it'd be easier for transportation wise to get your children to, um, if a magnet school would be an option for you. If you can, it's it's a great choice. I can't wait to talk more about it because, yay, now I get to be a magnet school mom. Um, like I said, done all the other stuff, worked in the schools, um, substituted in schools, volunteered at the schools, PTA, SAC committees, vice president of uh, committees, um, public school, charter school, and now I get to wear the hat of the magnet school. Yay. So uh, y'all know you're going to be hearing about that because I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell you because I'm in there because if we are not in there to find out, we will not know.
Y'all already know, I talk about it all the time. But yes, so that's with the magnet schools, okay? Some other information as well with these magnet schools. Here's something else I wanted to add about magnet schools. Uh, I talked about magnet schools kind of in a general sense. I was talking about my daughter particularly going to middle school, but there are, and I talked about kind of elementary schools as well, but there are magnet schools at all levels. So don't just think it's elementary school kids or middle school. There are also magnet schools for high school students as well. So there may be one or two feeder schools as they call them where the kids who are in these magnet schools follow the track to kind of go to that next level high school again we're gonna break this thing down right imagine your child has been going to a i'm trying to show different examples out there let's say they've been going to uh, that medical school right a medical elementary school or no let's do immersion let's do immersion they were going to an immersion school and kind of following the track of business international studies and they've learned a second language let's say chinese for example right the school was teaching them chinese half instruction in chinese half instruction in english or all in chinese and just some things in english right so that's full immersion they're getting it they follow that track well, there's got to be a school where their Chinese is not lost when they go off to high school. There would be that one feeder school that would then continue to take those kids on into high school with Chinese lessons or Chinese um curriculum and things so that when they finished high school, maybe now they're going into college or some type of program that would allow them to be an interpreter or to go do international studies or um, school abroad and actually work in Hong Kong, let's say, doing some type of business or finances or whatever track they were following. But now they know fluent Chinese. So Look also in your research, again, because it's about the whole journey. It's not just the bits and pieces. So look and see what is that feeder school or that high school my child would go to if they started in this school at elementary or if they got in at middle school. Again, what's that school that they would feed into to continue their programming or their education that they've started now at this lower level? That's cool. That's important. And definitely check into that so you will know. The process, very simple. Find the schools, the programs, just Google magnet schools in my area. It's that simple. See what's offered. See what you might like. Again, it's a group conversation. Sit around the computer with the kids and say, hey, let's take a look at this. Sit around the phone because we know we got internet, right? See what is available and have your kids check it out. And then once you find it, go ahead now to your district, a website, and they'll have times usually where when you're doing school choice or magnet, and I said I was going to talk about choice and choice is just basically being able to choose what school you want your child to go to because we know our children, what's best for them, not putting them in the neighborhood school because that's the only option that's to them, but finding these other programs like I talk like magnet we're talking about and having the choice to put them in those other schools. So you would find that go ahead and apply for the the um the lottery system at the application time period and then boom it goes through and it's about time for you to just wait for them balls to circulate and see which one's going to come out i-22 i-22 hopefully that's you <laughs> that was a rhyme i didn't even try to do that but okay so again trying to see um if you get picked and then that's it 
They're going to send you. You have been selected. In our case, that's what it was. You've been selected. Select. Yes, you want to attend or no, you don't want to accept. And if you say yes, you're going to have to start waiting for the rest of the uh, information to start rolling your way. Um, you have to be there at the beginning of school for it to be official. Yes, you can have accepted, but if you are not there, then that child does not go and is not sitting in the seat on the first day. They do not consider that child in the school and you could lose your place and you do not want that to happen. So make sure you are there because we will make sure we are there. Okay. I saw that in the paperwork. So we will make sure we are there. That's what's up with the magnet process. So you kind of have a general idea, but the first thing I'm urging you to do is to do what? magnet schools in my area google find them start looking at specialties and then get ready to find out the time frames for when that lottery and the application opens so you make sure that you put your children in there okay so that's with that high schools you know that they are also out there you're going to follow the track from elementary to middle school to high school you can get in at any step of the way so don't let that deter you absolutely not and um they take kids from all backgrounds so don't think oh well, my child got accepted into this magnet school so they are so fabulous they are so great that don't mean nothing boo boo you don't have kids in there that are still troublemakers kids in there who are still scholars kids who are in there who are focused kids who are just trying to find themselves and there is nothing wrong with all of that it's just they're all trying to find their way because we don't want the troublemakers but we got to deal with them because that's society right but hopefully they can get turned over when they start bumping shoulders and elbows with everybody and saying hey we all need to focus so with the magnet schools, you're usually going to have kids who are kind of more driven and because they're on that track. They know this is what they want to do. And when you have kids who have that fire like that, they're going to be more focused than somebody who really doesn't care, which is more the case in public school. And I'm being real. I'm sorry. You can hate me, but I keep it real with you and break this thing down. So let's talk about it because I've been in there. OK, um, so that's what I want to say on the magnet schools. Um, I think I will end it there. That was a lot of good, solid information. Hopefully I helped you understand this particular lane in your school options, school choice, you know, public school, private school, magnet school, um, charter schools. So I hope this really gave you some good, solid tips. Please tell me, send me some info. Let me know you found something you're getting ready to apply. Um, you didn't know this before I enlightened you or I just kind of give you a little kick in the butt for you to be like, what? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and see what I could do for so-so. So I'm so excited for you. I hope you find something. Fingers crossed. I hope you get in. That is where it's at. Hope you get in if you choose to go magnet. That is where I'm going to end with magnet schools for you today. Again, you have been listening to Education Lanes with your host, Targanway Jones. Uh, and I hope you are enlightened. I can't wait to chat with you next time and we will do this again. And don't forget to tell me what you want to know, what you want to talk about. I'm definitely going to get some interviews coming up for you soon with parents and people who are going through it so you can hear their perspectives, how they do it, how they loved it, how they hated it. We keeping it real. We are talking on Education Lanes. See you later. Education, education, education. Your options.